When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rich Eisen Show. 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 Our number three of The Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, great show so far. Shaquille O'Neal, Hour 2. Ryan Shazier in Studio, Hour 1. If you missed it, we rear right away after this show is over. One hour from now on the Roku channel, Channel 210. There's our podcast version of the show that you can listen to whenever you want. There's our YouTube stream, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Be part of the soon-to-be. 500,000 subscribers there. Uh, There's also uh, the Rich Eisen Show Collection, the video on-demand service, part of our partnership with uh, Roku and the Roku channel. Very uh, thrilled to let you know about all of that. Um, And and we've got Kelly O'Coin, the actor from Billions, and um, plays Dollar Bill. Very excited to have him here. Um, haven't Very seen exciting. him since uh, 2019, I believe, is when we, I shot that episode of Billions oh, yeah, where he was right. fighting Mephi and I was uh, with Bob Mennery doing the play-by-play of it. <laughs> I mean, craziness, just, not going to lie. Total idiocy and craziness. Right before everything but it's went so much fun, man. So yeah, much fun. So much fun. And ever since then, uh, since then, Bobby Axelrod bought the Mets, I think. I think. Yeah, I think bought so. himself Justin Verlander. So Dollar Bill will tell us all about it coming up shortly. Actually, Kelly's a huge fan of the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers. So we'll talk about that with you. We are not uncertain, Rich. I've been promising you my power rankings and promising you that I I, I think the guys here are going to hate it. (laughs) Um, So I just want to butter you up and say you look great today, Chris, uh, here at top of hour number three. And Del Tufo looks so great he's turned into Jason Feller. He does look better, right? (laughs) That Jay Feller. Where is he going? I don't know. Is there a door that tra- under like do you pop up like uh, like like uh, Destiny's Child did at the Super Bowl years ago? Like, yeah, I, pop, I up? pop up. He runs out the back. Okay. And smooth sailing. Say my name. Say See my you later. Name. He doesn't even say goodbye because he's embarrassed. <laughs> I think he realizes like how like, absurd it is that he's got to leave. Yeah. like he can't get there two hours from now. He's got to get there an hour from now. Hey, to, 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 to do what? To get ready for the uh, to set the board for tonight's game? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to check how long it really It's all good. It's all good. Thank you for being here, Jason. And yeah, good to no see problem. you, TJ, in hour number three of the program. Good to be seen, Rich. So um, we... We were we were on the air live yesterday when the news came across the uh, the old Twitter machine. Uh, used to come across a wire. A wire. Beep, 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 beep. Um, but that um, uh, John Robinson, the general manager of the AFC South, leading and absolutely going to win AFC South, mm-hmm. uh, defending champion, number one seed from last year, Tennessee Titans. The general manager, John Robinson, got fired. And so much being said about it's got to be more than what was the obvious. That A.J. Brown used to be on the team. They let him walk. They traded him. Instead of letting him walk, they trade him and um, don't want to pay him. Eagles are like, we'll pay him. And their quarterback turns into an MVP favorite in the process. It helps. It's not the only reason why, but Jalen Hurts is 
Got a connection with A.J. Brown that I don't think we saw very much with Ryan Tannehill, but be that as it may, could have seen it, not seen it, and they get waxed in Philadelphia. Waxed. With A.J. Brown showing everybody what he used to do or can do and isn't doing, and also the Titans don't have that gear. So maybe it's as simple as that. And a lot of, you know, we thought about it, since obviously it happened on this show, uh, uh, it was discussed quite a bit in Tennessee and some of the coverage I saw. The conversation we had with Mike Vrabel mere weeks before last year's NFL draft, in which A.J. Brown did get traded, confirming that the rumors had a lot of smoke and then the fire. But this was a few weeks before the trade when I asked him about the trade rumors. Is A.J. Brown on the, on the, on the trade block? Mike Vrabel? Um, as long as I'm the head coach, I, I, I love A.J. professionally, personally. Um, you know, I've, been, I've, I've gotten him to, to know him well as his coach and uh, enjoy you know, seeing him as much as I possibly can. So as long as I'm the coach here, I would, I would want to have A.J. Brown on my football team. Says the, at the time, reigning coach of the year and a guy who is doing a terrific job this year. Seven and five, the Titans are. And there's been smoke and there's been some mirrors and this guy can coach his ass off, as we know. So he was asked about the Robinson firing and brought up the A.J. Brown trade again today. He said that he had nothing to do with the firing. I mean, it's, you know, there's just a lot of chatter. You, you, you hear a lot of jibber-jabbering <laughs> about, well, you know, he's not happy with the situation with A.J. Brown. Subtle. and He's not happy with yeah. the wide receivers. He's been talking about the wide receivers, and this is the guy who shops for the groceries. So maybe, you know, Vrabel greased the skids at the very least. He said he didn't, didn't know anything about it. He was just told. John Robinson's out. This is what he had to say about the A.J. Brown when it was re- trade, when it was revisited with him yet again today. You said at the time that you were on board with the A.J. trade when it happened and that you and John had talked about it and shared a wall. Do you still feel that way about the A.J. trade? I, here, here's what I feel. I feel like, you know, to, to look back in the past and second guess, like, we're, guys, we, we made a decision and that we felt like was in the best interest. Um, of the football team and, you know, the decision and that we wanted to head at the time. And so, you know, AJ's in Philadelphia and we're moving forward. We're moving forward. Of course. You know what I mean? Like we all, you know, again, there's decisions. And then when you make decision decisions, you respect them and you make sure that, you know, again, we find ways to, to prepare the players to win and that we ultimately win and that we're doing our job and that we're held to a high standard. Just to clarify, Mike, then you were in the discussions to some extent at that time on the AJ trade? I'm pretty much, you know, in my history here, uh, have been aware, um, I would say, of almost everything that's, you know, happened on a personnel standpoint. There's been, you know, John and I, again, have a great relationship, had a great professional relationship. and that, that's, you know, that's how things work. I'd like head coaches who are reigning coach of the year, coaches who are 7-5 and five and going to win a division coaches who need a win for 1,000, Alex. That's a rarity right there. 7-5, and going to win the division, going to print the playoff ticket for the, for the home fans, going to happen. 
just hasn't happened yet. It will happen. Rest of the division, they are clear head and shoulders above the rest of the division. But you want to talk about the rare instance of that guy, reigning coach of the year, currently 7-5, and going to win the division, still in really much need of a win. That's that guy right there to to cheer the page. But look, that's also – They got to get right game two. They got Jacksonville this week. That's also a guy right there who certainly sounds like he's not going to shovel dirt on top of the general manager with whom it does appear he had a a, a good relationship for the most part. Yeah. But on the A.J. Brown trade – they definitely disagree. There's no way he's yeah. sitting there yeah. saying, what, what do you mean you can't find a cap room? Let's go. Right. We'll figure out something else. Yeah, give me somebody else. Like, I'll, I'll coach up somebody who we need to get on the cheap, but we got to keep this guy. Yeah. Come on. What do you think? The head coach of the Tennessee Titans is going to be like, yeah, just just tell A.J. Brown we, we can't pay him. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. <laughs> Three weeks after saying, not as long as I'm the coach here. Yeah, no chance. You want he's the guy who says, take your heart pills and buckle up. That's how A.J. Brown plays football. I mean, he is the personification of the way Vrabel wants to play football. And it did not help that he ran over a defender. Ran over. Like full Rex Chapman blocker charge type collision. And the penalty was on the defender as he ran free. Threw him and wide open for a touchdown. After he stepped out of bounds on the previous one. Basically had a touchdown, but his big toe was out of bounds. And then on a contested throw, I wonder what the PFF or the, uh, you know, uh, the next-gen stat was on the the window of, like, the ball. It was, like, behind him with one hand on the outside. Went past the defender, blanketed on him, and he... I think he pinned the ball against the defender and catching it with one arm. It had to have been less than 10%. Good Lord. The worst possible game for Robinson and the tight. I, I think it's as simple as that, along with the rest of the decisions that have been made and roster decisions that have been made and and draft choices that haven't panned out. And then, you know, it's a quarterback-driven league. You're trying to chase Josh Allen. You're trying to chase Patrick Mahomes. You're trying to chase Joe Burrow now and Lamar Jackson and potentially Justin Herbert if he can get it together. If the Chargers can get it around him. And the place where you got Tannehill from, supposedly leaving them in such a lurch, they're set now with Tua and the coach that they currently have with a dynamic offense that the Titans certainly don't appear to have. I think that's as simple as what we got. Nailed it. And the owner's sitting there, and she's thinking, I see it. Got to do it. Middle of the season. That's rare. Just six weeks from the playoffs. Say the least. Crazy. Where they're going to be, have a home playoff game. Home. Wow. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, it's possible Ravens come there. Bengals come there. Dolphins come there. Yep. Oh, possible the Bills come there because they're probably going to be four. It's going to be five. Yep. Whoever's five is going to go to Tennessee. Because whoever wins the North... West and East is going to have a better record than the Titans. Whoever's five in the standings is going to Tennessee. And by the way, you can make book that'll be your first playoff game. Early oh, window the on Saturday. the Saturday. Oh, that's the Saturday, no, one o'clock. Smell the aroma. Smell it. That reeks of first Saturday wild card weekend yeah, playoff you're, game. You're, Bacon, eggs, and Titans no football. Reeks it. of it. 
And then that Saturday night game is going to be Dallas and Tampa. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, the, yeah, there we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what's Get the ready. middle game? Huh? What's the middle game? I'm not happy with that. What's the middle game Saturday? I don't Saturday? think there'll be a middle game Saturday. I think there's three Sunday, and don't forget the Monday night or that's going to happen. There's going to be a Monday night, so two Saturday. Two Saturday, three Sunday, oh, one Monday. so we got a 1 o'clock in Tennessee, and then we got then we got Saturday no, night. 4 o'clock Tennessee. Well, 4 o'clock so 3 o'clock Tennessee. Tennessee so you've got to do the central time, yeah. And then like a 6.30 in Tampa for Dallas and Tampa? Yeah. Oh, baby, let's go, TJ. Let's go to the game. Let's go to Tampa for the game. Okay, but can we get someone to overtake Tampa? Please. Who? Uh, anybody? I wouldn't have to play them. Have you seen the South? They're terrible. Can, Excuse me. Can they assemble an Avengers Assemble For type your team? sake, you're going to have to have Tampa overtake someone else to get out of the fourth seed in the NFC, and I don't see that coming. So we're just stopping. Because the Niners are, the I think, They're the only object. The Niners. The, uh, the Niners are the only closest object in their, over their s- steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And this week's game would be pretty big. That would be huge if Brady can win this one over Brock Purdy. <laughs> by the way, you, by the way, I just said, said these words unironically, like totally dead serious. Like I'm I, talking facts. If Brady Hashtag can facts. beat Brock Purdy, but as I as I keep saying, Brady doesn't have to worry about Brock Purdy. He's got to worry about Bosa, and that's a problem. Fred Werner, yet Fred another. Werner. And I'll his own Kevin Givens. By the way, Nick Bosa, yet another. Defensive Player of the Week honor for him. He is on track to Defensive Player of the Year. He was Defensive Player of the Month for the NFC in November, and then first week of December, he's Defensive Player of the Week. Oh, that was a hot Twitter debate yesterday between Richard Sherman and Emmanuel Acho. What? Uh, Nick Bosa versus Micah Parsons for the Defensive Player of the Year. Both of their stats Mm -hmm. are ridiculous when you put them side by side. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty ridiculous. Well, stay right where you are, Chris. Um, I was going to do the power rankings Sorry, now, but we, we talked too long. We got off track, so we're going to save it for the end. Trust me, don't don't go anywhere because these guys are going to hate it. <laughs> but you also can't move because you're about to disprove that you can be in the same room as Kelly O'Coin and not be him. Okay? That's been a thing. This is going to thing. A lot of people have, you know. So we're about to see him in person. not dollar bill. About to see him in person. not dollar bill. Very good. <laughs> I do have a vest. I can wear the vest. We've never seen Pelissaro and Palmer in the same room. We've Kelly O'Coin. We've never seen you in the coin. <laughs> Joining us here next on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't you dare move. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed here on the Rich Eisen Show, here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, Terrestrial Radio Network, as long uh, as well as Sirius XM and Odyssey, sitting right next to me, I'm all axe capitaled out with my mug and my <laughs> my axe cap zip up uh, uh, vest. The man who plays Dollar Bill on uh, on uh, Billions and in town for the Sterling affairs about Donald Sterling, based on the yep. Ramona Shelburne podcast that she's been on to talk about. Kelly O'Coin, great to see you here. Great sir. to see you too. Let's just jump in. You, what do you want to talk about uh, about the, your, your Blazers? Go for uh, it. Go for my it. Blazers. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I we are about where I thought we would be actually mm-hmm. a little uh, uh, better off than I thought we'd be yes. given that this is the most brutal NBA schedule I have seen in the NBA for a long time. Right. Um, I think that the 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 start, which was very exciting, got people's hopes up a little bit in mm-hmm. Portland. Uh, maybe thought we were further along than we were. Um, but I think you know we're two games over 500 uh, given all the new guys we got, mm-hmm. and overall um, it's a very young team. Um, and that brutal schedule, I think actually it's, uh, we're in a pretty good position. You're, you're sitting a half game in front of the Warriors, yeah. which I think I would have, yeah. if I'd given you a piece of paper, you would have signed that back in October. I would have absolutely taken that. You know, for yeah. sure, right now. Yeah. And so are you from Oregon? Is that? Is I am. It? I was born outside of Portland. So my family's from the mountains, the Ben Redmond sisters area. Uh, but I had spent half my life in Washington, D.C., like before college, literally evenly split. Mm-hmm. And um, I may have told you this before, or, uh, but I when I was 10, we had just moved a year before to Washington, D.C., and the Blazers won the championship. And it was kind of like a little bit of Oregon saying, it's going to be okay, kid. And then the next year, the Bullets, my adopted team, yes. East Coast team, won. And I was like, well, 11-year-old me was like, well, this is great. You know, you like a team, and they win championships. Fantastic. <laughs> and, and now? Never since. Now you're a grizzled man who's hollow inside. <laughs> Beaten no, down no, by no, years of no, near it, misses. At least, you know, um, well, not at least. Lillard is oh. just such a great player oh, yeah. and person to root for, and the fact that he hasn't done the he hasn't done the trade demand. Yep. I need to my clock's ticking. Yeah. Like he's he's stuck with the program. He's stuck with a change in coaches, change in management. He is stuck with it. Absolutely, and um, you know I think that when we were when we made it to the Western Conference Finals, I think that probably there was thought on his side maybe i'm obviously not in his brain yes that oh we've we've taken that next step and now it's just a matter of time before we can push through and win uh, and, uh, and get in the finals yeah uh and then it didn't go that way so even with that sort of real that hope plucked away from him he still remains um steadfast that he wants to stay and build in portland and, is he, you know, is small he, market teams we got to love that sure is he your favorite blazer of all time or are we going way back here you where, where are we, where are uh, I, we? I mean i could name five Go He's for, definitely top five. Who are your others? Brandon Roy, um, Maurice Lucas, Terry Porter. 
and uh, Jerome Kersey also. And you got to love Buck. You got to love Bill Walton. I got Bill Walton on my screensaver because he came to see a play I was in, and I was like, "Come on, you're not leaving." Yeah, he, I was in San Diego doing a play, and um, the kids <laughs> in the dressing room were like, "Bill Walton's out there," and they were all Laker fans because it was in uh, mm-hmm. it was in La Jolla. Uh, and I was like, "Stop effing with me." Um, and yeah, I got him. And he, uh, did he come back? Did he? He, he didn't come back, but I mean, he's doing great now, so I can sort of make this yeah. uh, offhand comment. You know, they were like. He's not moving that fast. You're not going to. Right. He's not going to outrun you. So you, you just get dressed and go out and you'll find him. And I did and uh, took a selfie where my collar's all askew. Because I was just like, I got to get out there before he leaves. <laughs> did he tell you your performance was marvelous? It was, he said it was the greatest <laughs> transcendental, <laughs> transcendent performance of all time. John Wooden once told me, you know, <laughs> I love just my life. To take your moments. <laughs> One of my favorite people when I was at ESPN was Dr. Jack Ramsey. Uh-huh. I I mean, you want to talk about human beings and just caring, but also giving yeah. and sitting down. And you could ask him any question. Like I asked him about his, like his plaid pants and stuff like Did that. You? Yeah, of course. And he, he had a sense of humor he, about he, it? Big time. Big time. And, and so I turned, uh, I had my 30th birthday party in New York City when I was at ESPN back in the day. And I bring this up because it, it happened. I had it in New York City and... Either uh, a whole bunch of people from ESPN were coming, or they weren't, and it was all depending. <laughs> it was all depending on if the Knicks could extend the NBA Finals at the time against the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, and all they had to do was, was win one more game, and that would that would mean that everyone was still in town for one extra game in New York. The Knicks won it, and so Dr. Jack Ramsey was at my thirtieth birthday oh my party, God. and it was it was one of the great. I just looked around. I'm like, this is. He couldn't have been nicer. I would have died happy if some if, if yeah. Jack Ramsey had been right? at my birthday. That's that's great. I'm that's a lucky great. guy. And wasn't it that was uh, Spreewell in Houston that uh, took over the end of that game and, and won it in a squeaker, right? And they they forced an extra game, so, you, so everyone was there. You owe them. I do really. Yeah, this <laughs> I is do. a good memory. Yeah. I do. I do. Uh, Kelly O'Coin here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Let's jump. Let's jump into some of this good stuff here. Let's start with the Sterling affairs. Um, this is based on Ramona Shelburne's podcast right. on. The Sterling, right? Yeah, it was a six-part podcast, which is amazing. If you if you haven't, uh, anyone hasn't mm-hmm. listened to it, it's it's terrific. Uh, and uh, she's great. I've talked with her a number of times about it. She's an executive producer on the show as well. Um, it's going to be on FX. I play Andy Roser, who was the president of uh, basketball operations uh, with the Clippers. Um, and Ed O'Neill, we Ed know, O'Neill is Donald. Is Sterling. Donald Sterling. Lawrence Fishburne is Doc Rivers. Uh, Jackie Weaver is Shelly Sterling. Uh, it's a great Damn. cast. She's perfect, by the way. Perfect. She looks just like yes. Sterling's wife. Oh it, my God, what a, what a casting gig that it's is. It's a bit of a mind. Uh, for those who might, she's in Yellowstone right now. She's in Yellowstone <laughs> yeah, right that's now. Right. For she those was who in uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Yes, and, she was. Uh, oh, she's perfect casting. Totally. And when I did, so I was in New York still when the first table reads were happening. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so I was zooming in and all of a sudden I heard this voice person doing, uh, you know, I was like, I knew Ed O'Neill was playing Donald Sterling, but I heard the voice and I was just like, I thought maybe they were running tape of something to get us started. It mm-hmm. is, it was so dead on perfect. He's so he, na- of course he, he nails Donald. He's, he he's Ed O'Neill. And he does his own, th- I mean, he's, you know, it's, it's not an impersonation, but it's just, 
it's it, it yeah it's it's kind of it's a it's a mind f <laughs> <laughs> see i i learn i, I learn appreciate yeah. that no and you're again you're you're a diehard nba fan and oh, a wait. western conference hoops fan because you're a blazer we fan, were so you watching know this. my wife and i were watching winning time and she reminded me that i turned to her and i was just like i gotta get a basketball show and two weeks later i got this. get out of here so wow. it's the only time i've ever manifested wow. something positive uh in my life so <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't sitting there with your your money manager saying, "I need to I need to get in a show about managing money. You know, I need to do yeah, that." That's right. How do I get into a finance show? How do I get into a finance show? I want my nickname to actually be currency about somebody with no scruples with whatsoever. No scru um, I, who are you channeling as Dollar Bill Stern? Who are you doing? That? You know, you I uh, I wasn't really channeling anyone. Uh, the character had I was in two scenes in the pilot. I just thought that the the writing was so specific that I knew this guy. And I thought, I realized after I, every time after I film, my jaw hurts. So mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, there's something I'm doing. You know, he's just aggressive. And my, and my wife always tells me that my legs are about two feet wider when I stand than they normally are. <laughs> so there was just something physical that started to happen. That. You know, it was just like, yeah. And, um, She's also told me if I bring an ounce of dollar bill home, then I'm out. But uh, <laughs> so noted. She's a wise, she's wise, a wise individual. Wise lady. Yeah, yeah. Knows yeah. about relationships, clearly. Yep. yep. And how they uh, work. Well, as we yeah. know, dollar bill has a second family. So that's true too. And a girlfriend, right? Sarah Styles, <laughs> right? Brilliant Sarah Styles <laughs> yeah. playing Bonnie. Um, oh, he is. And we see much more of her than we ever saw the two wives. Right. Well, you did get to see them each once. <laughs> My wife likes to remind me that she's, you know, she's. The first one what's the, your what's the favorite line that uh has been written for you that you can you can repeat here because i mean the way that Koppelman and levine write this there's, a, there's for... a certain staccato to obviously the show yeah. and the delivery and the, but the the similes and the analogies that they come up with to pop culture they just come out of left field yeah i'm just wondering what, what what's your favorite line there's so many i mean the the classic of course um uh, I'm Kaiser Soze, mother effer, you know. And Koppelman told me at lunch one time, uh, or first season, he was like, I just wrote maybe my favorite line ever for you. And that's it? And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, you'll know it when you see it. And we sat down to the table read, and I said the line, and he was at the far end, and he just looked down, and he was like, ah? And I was like, yeah. Uh, Sold. And then there's a no, just in terms of like alliteration, there was one um, where I'm saying, I want I, I I want them to flow like the Kankamanga Rapids or something like that, and mm -hmm. it's just like they know how to get like you said staccato. They, yeah, they, the, the consonants and the it's 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 hard to memorize at first, but then it's impossible to forget. Like it's the the writing is so specific and so um, deliberately yes. done in a specific way. You can't contract if they say cannot. They don't want you to say can't. Mm -hmm. If you if they write can't, you can't say cannot. Like they are so specific with the line. Really, there's no improv. There's no embellishing. There's no, I know how I would say it. They're like, mm, no, ah, no, you don't. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Even after seven years, it makes sense. It did because they're good at what they do. And anytime I've tried to cut a corner and think they won't notice, they do. And it's always better than what I wanted to do. How about that? Yeah. yeah how about great. and it just shows like like billions are. Um, or succession. Yeah. Where it's so well written and acted, and it's dramatic, but. You're laughing out loud half the time, you know, like <laughs> yeah. laugh out loud. Yeah. Sometimes funny. with those two shows you mentioned, um, it's like just the audacity of these mm -hmm. people. Like I, I, the behavior, it, it's fun. I'm so unlike Dollar Bill, but maybe like a 180, <laughs> but it's so much fun to misbehave, you know?
you get to like try that that uh-huh. uh, that that little uh, that little fleece vest on, and uh, it's and all like of your a sudden, armor. It's like my armor. It's, yeah. <laughs> and you and Dan Soder, just Mafi. Oh, it's just great. a great. It's a great you know um, character arc for the both of you, yeah. and the fact that I you know they call up, and they say, "Hey, Rich, we need you in New York. Are you up for it?" And I, when I got that phone call right. about, uh, "Hey, we'd love for you to be part of the show." can you do it? And I, I'm like, when is it? And they told me, you know, January. And I'm like, just please, it cannot be a playoff weekend for NFL playoff weekend. It was yeah. right in the middle of the week. And I, I didn't even tell you guys. I no, took you were off. Just like, hey, I'm, I'm like, going to be gone on a Wednesday. I'm like, what? Why? Why? It's the NFL playoff week, which is tough for me to, sure, to, to yeah. take off. Um, so I did it and they had no idea yeah. that that's what I went to do, I actually kept it a he, secret. It was actually, he did us dirty. I did. And, and so did you not know until it aired? Now, he had told us before, after okay. he had filmed Yes, it. Okay. right. But I, there were a bunch of people I didn't tell until it yeah, aired, and yeah. people right. were like freaking like, what the That's, hell? And so I, by the way, they did tell me to ad-lib some of the lines you okay. know, about oh. calling the action okay. of you and Mephi boxing against each other. Because I was just remembering a couple of these brilliant ones, and actually, so can I, I'm going to, like, three things, sure. and then tell me if they were for, written sure. or ad-lib. Sure. Well, uh, there's a patty cake. Oh, and there's a baker's man. Is that you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was it, there there was not. I mean, there were a few lines written to set things up. Sure, but when I'm calling the action, right? I was just doing all of that stuff. That's yeah. not strictly legal. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been written. Okay, that might have been. I think that was written. That's not strictly legal at yeah. all. But the, and what's the third one? Well, what's you did uh, <laughs> the first you know two, this. but then it was like that's not strictly legal. And then again, not strictly legal. And then later on, it was like okay, that's not legal. It was just like this they, devolution. They, they were saying they, they were tossing me some stuff to say, and then they said one time you do it, and I thought they were going to keep one of my favorite line. I can't curse here because I worked blue. I'm like. Like, you know, when when you and Mafi start leaning on each other and it's the worst fight ever. It's so bad if anyone okay. hasn't seen it. It's, it's so the bad. worst fight ever. And now we're we're I, instead of me trying to call it like a real match, I am now openly derisive right. about the action that I am now being, you know, I have to lower myself to call. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I said, you know, uh, they're going to make a movie out of this. It's going to be called Raging Bull S. It's what I called. Like that's going to be Pretty the good. name of it. I thought. I thought for sure yeah. that was in. <laughs> and I was when I watched it back. I'm like, how did they not? You know, I, I was like, funny. an honor of, for me to work blue on billions. Right. Right. And then there was a shot I took. I think um, I, I gave it to Mike Hoskins or uh, our CP. A shot of you and Mafi and the and the ref from from the my position while you were just on a break. Right. And this is this is like one of my favorite. Oh photographs you know there you are oh that is soda's got his arms around you and the ref i don't know what the hell you were talking were your ribs broken by this point i I, he broke my rib on the first take the first take of the first thing (laughs) yeah he was like we we had it we choreographed this and we worked on it for like a month month and a half it was down to a t but then you get in front of like 200 extras the cameras are actually on and adrenaline starts to kick in yeah and it was just a little hard and a little high because I had, you know, we had these um, uh, little flak jacket-like things on down yeah. here. A little hard. And he didn't do that. He pulled, he pushed through. Um, Damn. And I felt a ka-ching. And I was like, oh, that's, not, that's not good. That's not what that's you're not supposed to feel like. legal. Um, nice. <laughs> and uh, and then I, yeah, it hurt, but it didn't, 
and you could feel it. You know, like yeah, there was I mean, a medic on it. It's a broken yeah. rib. It's a bro it was clean in half, but it it was it it was not it was flush. Like it didn't it wasn't well, that's good then. yet. Okay. Sure. Uh and the medic was like, You should go get an X ray. Uh, Levine and Koppelman gave me the I want to make it clear I did stay the whole time but they told me go if you need to go go and um, I stayed the whole time you it were was, there it was an 8 10 hour shoot yeah because I was there. it was hugely expensive if, to rent it that was again incredibly ornate well, I don't know what take it's un unbelievable and, and did uh, Deontay Wilder send you back out there because he was in your he corner was a, Stipe Miocic was in uh, the yeah. corner of, uh, of Soder he it was, was so much fun corner. working and meeting Deontay I, I love that guy I love that guy but he um, he was like both of those guys were like no nah, you'd know it if it were broken no nah, no nah, you'd know it. Come so on, they don't even know fine. yeah what the hell do they know these, right the it's like I feel it right nothing. yeah and then uh, and then it turned out so the next day I went to the next day I woke up and I could barely move and I went to uh, the adrenaline was gone you know yes, I went to get the X-ray I was like oh yeah it's broken of course it's broken you felt like a chunk what do you think it was <laughs> and I was like well Deontay Wilder the champ told me that, that it wasn't, so I decided I should suck it up. And he was like, that was stupid. Wow. Paging Dr. Wilder. <laughs> Paging Dr. Uh, Wilder. Anyway. Kelly O'Coin here on the Rich Eisen Show. And I, I'm going to put you in a little bit of a spot. I hope oh, you God. don't mind because okay. you're kind enough to let me know you're in town. By the way, that's, that is uh, proof that you are not, you don't have an ounce of dollar bill in you. Because if you had an ounce of dollar bill, I would have seen you out and about. And like, hey, you're supposed to tell me when you're in oh. town next. Instead, you're like, oh, yep, I'm promoting nothing, but I'm in town. Let's go hang out. Like, good enough. Yeah, totally. So, and I appreciate that. Um, you know, last time we saw Bobby Axelrod, he went on a plane. And we haven't seen him since. He is in hiding. You know, he's evading the uh, the long arm of the law. Yeah. Um, you're looking at me intently. I'm looking at you intently. <laughs> got season two three's coming. Season I mean, seven's coming I mean, soon. Um, what do you think? I mean, I, and I know the actor Damian Lewis had a lot going on in his personal life as his wife passed away. And he's got kids, and that's what he's focusing on. But man, I would love to see Bobby Axelrod back. I mean, he's so good in the role, and the, it's such an iconic character. But um, you know, I think it, it, he had he was had a five year contract. Mm -hmm. um, he he and his family live in the UK. Mm -hmm, right. I think it was just. Um, at a certain point, it was just a lot, um, and he gave it at all. He's uh, all, and I think that the uh, the outro that was written by Brian and David and created uh, uh, by them was um, was really satisfying. I know people miss him, but it's also it's been fascinating to watch Corey Stahl, who's a brilliant actor. Yes, um, inhabit Mike Prince, and the, like the cracks in his facade are becoming more interesting all the time. And, well, I don't. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying his character. No, no, no. Is yeah, I was just sorry. Insufficient as a fan yeah. of the show. I'm just wondering: yeah. is there anything you can? I that you. They tell me nothing. Zero, huh? They tell me nothing. I know what happens based on literally the script I get. That often is two weeks before we start shooting. Sometimes a week before we start shooting. How about that? Um, we're into shooting season seven. I've been going back uh, to the, a lot of red eyes in my life right now, which from is the, great. From Not the Sterling Affair to Billions, yes. back and forth. That's so cool. Um, and it's and it's fun. And I I, I will say it's uh, it's very. The first two episodes are very satisfying. Really fun. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well, I, I I would not be disappointed. Let's just put it this sure. way: if if all of a sudden. Bobby Axelrod, because right. just like him saying, I, I can't quit that life. Right. I, I, I can't just 
you know, run and hide. There's, a, there's a show, if you want a little fix, uh, uh, Damien, um, uh, Steve Kunkin, who plays Spiros, is also in it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's something about a spy. I, can't, I don't know the title of it, but it's about to come out. Okay. But, uh, uh, there's well, he's, he's, he's stupendous. I mean, obviously in Homeland and, and, yeah. and Band of Brothers. So I mean... I love that Damien, uh, my two favorite things, my show Billions and the Portland Trailblazers, both are led by Damien's. Damian I Lewis like and, and Damian Lillard. I like it. And that my favorite basketball player shares my nickname. I like it. It's, and by the way, you were great in The Americans, too. What a oh, thanks, tremendous man. television show that was also. I was 100% sure I was going to screw that audition up because it was already my favorite show on TV. And thank God I didn't. What do you mean? First, so I auditioned late season two, yes. mid season two, came in late season two, mm -hmm. uh, but I was obsessed with the show. And, you know, you put that pressure on yourself. It's like, oh, I have an audition for like a recurring character on my favorite show. It's yes. like, well, I can't F this up, you know. Right. Uh, and, and I didn't, thank God, because I have done that before. You have? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've gone in wanting something so badly that I can't stop my hand from shaking or I'm not catching my breath. And, right. And they can smell fear in the room, man. They can smell need. You know, no one, no one wants to hire an actor who walks into the audition room needing the job. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows you need it, but you don't want to see it. Yeah. They can smell fear. Well. Not that they want to. They're, they're generally nice, but. Mm. So, can, so can Lillard. Yeah. But good thing you could just, you know, you could just shoot it from the logo, brother. Just yeah, like there your you guy. Go. <laughs> just like your guy. Um, at Kelly O'Coin 77. Why 77? Oh, Duh. That's the year the Blazers won. Like that's the 77 in your yeah. in your. Social? I like to pretend it was the year I was born. Or when yes. when people ask, oh, were you born in 77? I just like, hmm. <laughs> I don't disabuse them of that thought. You, you want to ask him a question before he gets out of Dodge? Oh, I was just looking. Well, first off, is the, is the actor who plays Spiros as like, weird as his character? Steve Kunkin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Total freak job. <laughs> freak show. No, he's great. He's a, Everyone shares a, at least something. Most of the people share... A little something. Um, I do think Damien is an alpha, but he's the sweetest alpha you'll ever meet and a great ensemble player. Um, uh, uh, David Costable plays Wags. He's, he's got some Wags in him? He can be, he's as flamboyant as that, but he's also, again, not a sociopath. Uh, so, <laughs> There's uh, a gray area. And he's, so whenever we get like a nice bottle of whiskey or something as a gift, he's always like, did you drink it? Did you drink? Because I'm like, no, it's too, I can't open that. It's too expensive. If I drink it, I won't have it anymore. And he's like, you drink it. You know, he's always, he's got the libertine. And Kunkin is quirky in certain ways. He is a coffee fanatic. Okay. Um, but no. He's, he's there for comic relief, really. And he he's does such, such a, a good job. Yeah. yeah. And he's such a brilliant actor. I love those, those episodes when Bill and Spiros actually started working together a little bit. <laughs> when we so smashed the, the, uh, uh, the, the, the Porsche, yeah. um, he and I just, we, we could barely catch our breaths. We were like 12 year old boys breaking stuff. <laughs> you know, it was it was a great, it was a lot of fun. And quick, you did one episode of The Sopranos. What was that like? Uh, we got Terrence Winter in, in that chair tomorrow. As a matter of fact, oh cool. I don't know if he wrote that episode, but I did. Uh, I did one episode where I was I get in the back of a car. Uh, the, 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 a handler and an informant are in the front. I'm an FBI agent. I get in the back of the car. It's pouring down rain, and I sit and I listen to them very angrily. And I grab a picture and say, "Was this man with him?" She says, "Yes." And I look even more pissed, and I get out, and I drive away. That was my Sopranos oh, wow. career. Yeah. Is this man with him? <laughs> but at least you still get a residual check from it, right? I do. I get like a penny or two, a penny uh, two every now. once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that too. I should frame that. Not from the Sopranos, but from my two episodes, uh -huh. not an arc, two different episodes of CSI Miami. Oh, seriously? Oh, I got I to gotta go back and look.
Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't blink. Okay. <laughs> don't blink. Don't blink. I'll let you know when it's on. Nice. Uh, Kelly, thanks for letting me know you're in town, sir. Absolutely. Thank uh, you for having me. Great to see you. On. Anytime you're back out here and you got some time, I'd love to see you. Uh, check out, when is it, do we know when the Sterling Affairs I hits? I don't. I'm going to. Next, uh, next year, some point? Yeah, it'll be next okay. year. I have, uh, right. It's either be spring or, or fall, probably. probably and then uh, coming soon, season seven of, uh, of the great show, Billions, man. Yeah. Very Thanks exciting. for coming on. Thank you. And then uh, good luck to your Blazers. As they yeah, go Blazers. There you go. That's Kelly O'Coin here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm my Axe Capital gear I'm proudly wearing <laughs> here on the program. Don't go anywhere. We're back to wrap up this show in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Fun show, huh? Yeah, man. Really good time. Well, every show's fun, though. It's really. all leading up to the stirring <laughs> conclusion. Here we go. <laughs> of my Wednesday power rankings that when I, I, when I did this last night, watching, <laughs> I was watching Mavs and, and uh, Nuggets with Coop. I'm doing it. And I turned to my son. And I'm like, the guys are going to hate this tomorrow. <laughs> and what did, what did he say? I hate it too, Dad. Uh, he was just... <laughs> He, he was just focused on making sure he was beating Adam in, uh, in our fantasy. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Someone needs to take Adam Hit it. Down. Hit it. Hit it. This is my power rankings. <laughs> all right, they're all over the map. I mean, honestly, you um, try and figure out what order a top 10 in the NFL right now after last week. It is definitely all over the map. And the way I view things is in the now. Who's better now? That's the ranking. And the power is who can go further the longest. Okay. That's the way I'm looking at it. Number 10 on the list. And I, I, I'm putting them here because of their record, which I know you appreciate. But their record is here, and they keep on winning games, and they're still in the mix. I was not impressed with their win at all, and I'm concerned about the way that they're playing. But the Ravens are back on the list at 10. They're my 10th-ranked team right now. It's going to be Snoop Huntley for a while. They're 8-4. and four. 
and they're sitting atop the AFC North right but now. But if you're concerned about the future, which looks like it won't have Lamar Jackson, then they should for, the, for they one or three weeks. On, for one or three weeks, they shouldn't be on the list. Well, I'm not. I'm, I wasn't putting like the Washington Commanders above them. I think they beat the. Commanders. What do you mean? They're playing better than the Ravens right Number now. Number nine on this list is a team that lost and they're up one spot. I loved my New York Jets. I think the Jets are a top ten team they in the NFL right now. They lost and moved up. They did. <laughs> They did. They moved up a spot. <laughs> I knew you're going to hate this, and you're you're heckling me in real time. And sir, I will have you thrown out of the club shortly. <laughs> Tip your waitress. The number nine on this list. I think they're one of the top defensive teams in the league. And had Mike White actually gotten in from the one yard line, they're number nine on this list. They moved up one spot. Number eight. They've moved down two spots. Did they win last week? They did not. Okay. The Miami Dolphins are number eight on this All list, right, that's fair. and the Jets have beaten the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are above them. Okay, but I still put the Dolphins on this list. I still think they're a top 10 team. I know Tua didn't have a terrific game, but two two throws put points on the board. They're so quick strike, and that's against the best defense in the league. I like the Dolphins at number eight on my list. No change. The Vikings took care of business against the Jets. I'm still just not impressed. I'm not. What more do they have to do? Uh, They have 10 wins. I know. I, I still think that they... My Jets should have gotten them. I just couldn't put them any higher on this list. Certainly since the Cincinnati Bengals sit on six on this list. They moved up two spots. I love this team. God, do I love Joe Burrow and the way they are playing. And they're just going to keep improving and keep on coming for you. And when you think that they're not just as good as last year, they're going to keep showing you they are. They're number six on this list. Moved up two spots. Number five, down three spots. I know they won. <laughs> I know they won, and they're down three spots. I'm really concerned about Brock Purdy leading this team where they need to be, but they're still so damn good. Okay. I've got to have them in my top five. I've got to have them in my That's top fair. five, That's and fair. I know it was a first blush thrown in the game, and he performed very well against the Miami Dolphins, but this is a lead pipe-wielding defense coming at them by a lead pipe wielding coordinator and coach and Todd Bowles. I, I need to see what Purdy looks like right now. I can't I, I love this team and I, I, I chose him to go to the Super Bowl but that was with Jimmy G. I need to reserve spots in the top three or four for a team that I that's not quarterback by the, the, the last chosen yeah. draft pick. I actually think that's pretty reasonable. Number four, the Cowboys no change. They're still sitting there number four on this list. I, uh, I'm keeping them number four. I mean, uh, look, it was 21-19 going into the fourth quarter, and the roof caved in. You know, they were having trouble at home on Sunday night football against the Colts for three quarters. I can't move them up the list. The roof caved I, in because I, we we put pressure and on the I roof. Still and think, I still think oh, number man. three on this list, I still think the Buffalo Bills are better than the Cowboys. I took them up two spots oh. from five to three. I've got them number three on this list. And then number two on this list, down one spot. I knocked him out of the first place. The Kansas City Chiefs are number two on this list. I still love them. I don't think they lose the rest of the season. I think that was their last loss of the season, quite frankly. And then number one is Philadelphia Eagles. First time they're number one on the list for me, I think. It was Bills all year long, and then they had the Chiefs take them over. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles with 11 wins – I mean, talk about impressive. They they punked the Tennessee Titans. You don't nobody yeah. punks them. You know, you out battle them like the Bengals did. You out grit them. You out tough them. They just punked them, and they wound up. They, they I mean, they 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 run for 350 yards in a win the week before, and they throw for 350 yards in a win just on Sunday. 
So right now, I tip my cap to them, and that's my uh, the leader of my latest power rankings. I actually would put Dallas three and move, over the Bills and move Kansas City down to four. And wh- who would you have at two? The well, Niners. I would have the Bills too. Okay, so you have the Bills at two above the above the Cowboys, and the Chiefs are down to four. Yeah, Niners. Uh, I, I still think the and the, I would put the Bengals. Actually, I'm surprised you didn't put Cincinnati five. I didn't because I still love the Niners. And I need to yeah, see Purdy a little bit more. Brock Purdy's not right Joe now, though. And this will, you know, as we we say goodbye. Right now, Chiefs beat the Cowboys. They play each other. I actually, I a disagree million percent. With that. I disagree. Yeah, I Chiefs beat the Cowboys. That, I don't know okay. about that. Well, we'll but, have uh, a whole show a tomorrow to talk about it. I didn't hate your list. Hey, thank you. Well, appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs>